I'm Darrell Baskin. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Remember to find your next home at HomeGuideTulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, HomeGuideTulsa.com. Should you stay or should you go? Let's talk about divorce options. As a certified divorce real estate expert and uh, my colleague, Leslie Glazer, with Ad Properties in Chicago, we have a lot of these conversations, Leslie, that um, really take our clients through the process of decision-making. I mean, divorce is a huge, huge life change. And yet uh, selling, buying and selling a home is one of the most stressful events. When you're not going through a divorce, I mean, that's... That's documented psychologically. And so you put these two together, there's a lot of planning and thought and having a specialist who understands the process, a team of specialists who understand the process and uh, how to help you make those decisions in very difficult times is important. The, the options would essentially be you stay in the house, your spouse stays in the house, you both agree to sell the house or a delayed sale. you have a delayed sale. Uh, a nightmare delayed sale. It's, Can we? It's, yeah, a delayed sale is uh, risky. It's the least ideal. And what does this mean? A delayed sale. A delayed sale means typically when two spouses want to stay in the house, one of them wants to stay in the house, typically for the children. Um, like to finish school. Let's wait until school, high school. Two, three more but, years. We're just going to get through this time, and then, in that way, it seems simple. But there's a lot. That goes on that people don't really think about. That's really Doesn't it all understand. seem simple <laughs> when, when you start? I mean, just put it on paper, it seems really simple. Yes, exactly. But delayed sales risky because you're both still, if you're both on the mortgage, you are, we call it kind of married to the mortgage, meaning you're, you're tied to each other's credit. And if one person is not living in the house, wants to purchase another property, can they? Do they qualify? Leslie, I want to back up because you said married to the mortgage and I, yeah. there are a lot of news reports and even within our real estate circles, people will say you date the rate mm-hmm. uh, and they're talking about, you know, the rate's going to change, whatever you could refinance, et cetera. But, but you specifically used married to the mortgage because in the divorce world where we have a lot of training and specialty, you end up being stuck with that mortgage because you're stuck with the partner that you're trying to escape. <laughs> There's the whole exactly. reason you're trying to get out of the marriage and having the proper planning to be able to say, uh, uh, let me even back up further. Part of our jobs as certified divorce real estate experts, which is an official title, by the way, folks, it, that is to reduce the drama, uh, help uh, navigate through a process that is very contentious by itself, and you don't need uh, unnecessary mishaps or mistakes along the way by someone who's uneducated about the process. There are going to be enough of them because of what it is. So you're talking about this delayed sale, and the, the delayed sale is fraught with that. Absolutely. The person that's living in the home, if they're the ones responsible for paying the mortgage and they miss a payment, that affects both both spouses. Eek. Even though I'm divorced, even though I'm trying to, you know, have my life outside. You're trying to move on and one person's living in the house and who is responsible for the mortgage? 
who's responsible for, I mean, I know I said married to the mortgage, but also who's responsible for maintenance, who's responsible, who has keys to the home. So there's a lot of pieces. It also keeps the attorneys involved a lot longer. Oh, that's increasing expense. Yes, huge. But it all started so nice and friendly. <laughs> Doesn't it always? Yeah. But, but even then, when, when you have that, it's, it's a rather naive thought, and I hate to even say that because you want to have as friendly of a process as possible. But understanding that it's not going to easily stay that way and creating good boundaries by selling the house and being done with it makes life easier for everyone. And this is including the children in well, many cases. Typically, it does start in an amicable way and they want to do what's best for the children and everyone has everyone would like to have a positive mindset but as time goes on and things change you can't foresee what the future is going to be this is the most uh, risky situation so if we if we backed up and we said okay stay or sell the the planning process for this step one would be have an evaluation a market valuation of the property, not necessarily starting with an appraiser, but speak to your real estate professional, preferably someone who does specialize in divorce real estate sales, and begin the process of evaluating. As you're collecting data, you know you're going to need to understand your finances. Many times one spouse manages manages most of the process, or maybe they share the responsibility so one knows 100% about one thing and nothing about something else and so collecting that data and understanding what you have seeing the value of your property what what the options are for even making a buyout is it even possible to stay and if you're going to be forced to sell anyway go ahead and read that writing on the wall and make it part of your plan Dale, i want to go back to the maintenance part of it and you know repairs and the maintenance who Whoever's living in the house, are they handling the maintenance issues? They're or, supposed to be. Well, it depends on you know what the situation is, but also, have you had an inspection before all of this is drafted, and are you aware of all the issues that are going on or that are coming up? And most normal home sellers or homeowners don't. Absolutely not. But who's maintaining you know the the roof and who's maintaining the HVAC? Who's paying for all of these things? Because the dispute would be two years down the road when the delayed sale, if you think you're going to do a delayed sale, two years down the road when you're, now you're upset with your ex-spouse because they were supposed to be maintaining them. And a lot of times what happens is the yard, the landscaping has kind of been forgot and they want to put the property on the market. And then there's the battle of, well, who has been doing everything for two years how are we going to pay for all this? Is the buyer that's coming in asking for a huge credit, how are we handling this? And also with the delayed sale, there's obviously a cost with selling a home. And have you structured that in terms of who is paying for the sale of the home? Leslie Glazer. Find out more from the real estate professionals who specialize in divorce real estate, TulsaDivorceRealEstate.com. That's TulsaDivorceRealEstate.com. Trust the sale of your home to the real estate agents who know how to navigate this difficult time. TulsaDivorceRealEstate.com. That's TulsaDivorceRealEstate.com.
You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.